Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. This is Castology, the podcast where we talk about podcasts and review podcasts and just generally break down what podcasts are and what makes them good and why you should be listening to them. Or what makes them or bad. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel Pessimists like... over here like, or bad. Or bad, okay, come on. Are we about to shit on each other's podcasts? Oh, Ooh, <laughs> I mean... Uh, okay, so I'm Zancy Weber, one of your castologists. <laughs> the two pessimists at the table, apparently, usually that's me. One is... Elizabeth. Best. And the other, Nick Bleeker. Uh, so look forward to the scat show at the end <laughs> of the episode. But before we get to that, we're each going to recommend a podcast that we would like our co-hosts and you to listen to. Correct. Who would like to go first? Someone, someone volunteering? I will. Liz, the floor is yours. I love this podcast. (laughs) So, look. (laughs) I can see why. If there were ever a podcast that you would listen to and you'd be like, I bet Liz would like this. (laughs) If there was ever a podcast that you could look at the title of. And go, I think Liz would like it. And then look at the blurb of it and go, oh, yeah. She'd be into this. Is, is this Liz's podcast? Yes. In, in fact, <laughs> I have a double life and I also live in Western Australia. No. So this podcast is called Fuck Off and Die. Hurtful. And it's a relationships-ish podcast. So it's a breakup podcast, basically. Uh, so these two girls, uh, Sarah Robinson and Jade Fu uh, from Perth, Western Australia, wrote a book called Fuck Off and Die, which is about helping women through that first horrible, horrible month after a breakup month month so the first traumatic month that you just start literally a puddle on the floor well not literally but you know what i mean figuratively literally a puddle on the floor i don't want to brag but it's not a month for me how what it's like, like a week or trauma it's like, trauma yeah a week like bad A month or two. Well, yeah, for me, it's probably a fortnight of waking up not wanting to be here in this world if I actually cared Mm. about the person. And then it's just that horrible waking up of hollowness for, like, what the fuck do I do now? Fair. Interesting. The things you learn. So Mm. it's – the thing I love about these girls is that I feel like – they're me (laughs) and the way that they talk so um their book they say the book is to help you or your mate through the fucked up first month of a breakup it's not meant to elicit uh, it's not meant to inspire you or elicit wild meditation regimes our only desire is to get you through that fucked up first month and into the motherfucking light the girls talk about 
breakup, heartbreak issues while falling back onto the wisdom of their book in this particular podcast. So they call it a crude cosmic hug for anyone going through heartbreak. They have activities sort of loosely based on science that'll make you feel better. They draw on the book for... Can, can yeah. you describe an activity loosely, loosely based, based on, on science? science? Oh, you know, just like stuff that would... It falls under the guise of meditation, but it's their like nice oh. sweary version of it kind so of like, thing. Like- well, Millennial mindfulness. Yeah, sort of exactly. Sure. It is exactly millennial mindfulness, I would describe it as. Um, and I've just put in my notes, it's sweary, it's carey, and it's it lives in podcast form. <laughs> sweary and carey. Um, also, their theme song at the start, <laughs> I get stuck in my head every single time I listen to this <laughs> podcast. And then I go singing it, and then people are like, did you just sing fuck off and die at me? I'm like, no. What? Shut Not up. at you. I was just Around singing. You. Around you. I was just singing, fuck off and die. I hope you have a shitty day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. So that's me this week. Fuck off and die, everybody. All right. Well, I look forward it's to listening to that therapeutic breakup shit. Yeah. Okay. It's really okay. hurtful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Nick. Uh, mine is uh, called Team Deacons, um, which is honestly a pretty horrible um, podcast title for what this is. But this is uh, acclaimed cinematographer Roger Deakins. Um, oh, who, okay. If you're not sure, he's done like a ton of cinematography. So 1917, Blade Runner 2049. So like the uh, super cinematographic. The, he's honestly <laughs> they consider films. him the guy. You know, yeah. like he's the one. If you you see the visual representation of that movie in those movies, it's because this guy is like. 40 billion years into the industry. But okay. um, at, at sort of the height of lockdown, he made a podcast because he's out of work. And so essentially the, the early days of the show go into uh, depth about, you know, the inner workings of film. Um, and then they start getting guests on from different movies. So 1917. Think uh, Joel Cohen's on there. Um, you also get to see Bill Pope, Dillas Villanueva. Uh, and you also get to see, I'm pretty sure Sam Mendes is there. Yeah, Sam Mendes as well. So he's got a pretty good, pretty tremendous sort of connection to all the people that he's working with. So um, there's some really fascinating insights there. Um, he's super deep into it at the moment too. He's like 37 episodes in. I thought he'd give up after seven, but props to Roger. Jeez, he's that's uh, in-depth. Yeah, so he does it with um, with uh, his collaborator, James Deacons as well, who I think is his brother. Fuck, I just can't remember that. But they answer questions from um, listeners and um, others as well. So yes, it's called Team Deacons. I don't know why that's they couldn't really call it something else. a really weird, non-evocative yeah. title. Can't, I don't know why they couldn't say. It sounds like it has something else. to do with like, and I don't know whether I'm stuck in your whole race car driving, but it sounds like it's some kind of like Team McLaren, like race car. Oh, nice. Sports. I mean, great. Honestly, I I went straight to like religious deacons. Oh, really? Like, there's like a team of deacons. Wrong spelling. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it just sounded sporty to me, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, honestly, I just they. Probably could have named it anything but like, I like through them, the lens so. or something like that. I don't fucking no, know. No, that's cliche. I know, but it's better than I'll Tim think Deacons. of something, guys, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> you can change your podcast yeah, name. Yeah, Roger's waiting at his email. Cinematography yeah. is basically what it's talking about. Yeah, pretty much. And film. Uh, yep. Yes. Cool. Just a film podcast, just in general. Yeah, so called Team Deacons. Okay. Well, um, I also have a podcast for you to listen to. Cool. It is called Ashes, Ashes. We all fall down. We all fall down. <laughs> this is about how we're going to die, how oh, okay. the world is going to Something end. Something new and different for you. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have recommended something similar to this before. 
And so has Nick. Yay. Um, this one... I've not done an end of the world you have actually, podcast yeah. yet. Well, get Challenge on Challenge accepted. <laughs> right. Uh, I need to know, Liz. I need to know when <laughs> and how. Uh, I will find something about apocalyptic and bring it to you on a platter. So this is... It used to be a weekly podcast. Over COVID, they took um, a hiatus. They have just started releasing again. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they take a possible way that the world could not could end but like a, a, a trend that could lead to the end of the world so one of them is uh like what if all the countries decided to erect walls so that people can't get over you can't immigrate anymore what was that what would that mean for society and etc etc et <laughs> i mean technically there were already political yeah. walls up during thanks to covid like we've even divided our states down Ameri- the line. america would like to go everywhere but yeah. no one wants them i know do you know they're allowed <laughs> to leave the country yeah what? like yeah so i was i was in this travel group and people were like i'm going to travel to here and everyone was like what the fuck people are letting you travel out of the country they're like yeah i'm like no one wants you. <laughs> yes, stay out. We don't even want people in the next state in our state right now. But they do. They also tied in a little bit to uh, current events. So they did do cool. like a, a wildfire episode during the Australian Aww. fires. Um, they do like virus ones and etc 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 there are some more fun ones in there as well uh, and and it is kind of two people discussing these things. It's it's it's. It's serious, but also a little bit lighthearted. Well, you have to be a little bit lighthearted when you're talking about yeah. apocalyptic situations. I know that I am. Well, yeah. I think I you mean, have it's to the be, best kind it's... of dark comedy. Is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucked. And that's the genre. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Dear iTunes, we need a new genre. Ha ha ha. We're fucked. Yeah, so it's also about creating awareness of the ways that we're all contributing to these problems. I am so, already yeah. interested. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's Ashes, Ashes. So that is the end of our recommendations. Finito. We'll be coming back with some reviews of last week's episodes. Last week, we reviewed... We recommended three episodes, or three podcasts, I should say. We're going to start with mine. I recommended Scam Goddess. Liz? You want to tell everyone what it's about first, or do you figure everyone would <laughs> know like it? I feel like that it's in the title. Look, yeah. I recommended this in a mini-sode, so we all know that this is my jam. <laughs> we all know this is my jam. We all know that Liz likes chatty, Liz likes big personalities, and I really like scams. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I I really enjoy this kind of podcast and I'm, you know, still thankful to Zane for drawing my attention to the fact that uh, crime includes more than just murder. <laughs> really? Who knew? It's important. Who knew? It's, important it's very know. important. Yeah, I'm down with it. I really like Lacey's personality. I really like her guests. I really like that she's super popular and a person of colour yeah. who's doing really well. And I hate that I have to make that distinction, but... A lot of podcasters are white, guys. Yeah. So many of the popular podcasters are so white. So They just have so much to say. And they'll just go where <laughs> nobody else will go and ask the questions that nobody else will ask. Lacey, you're a legend. I love you. It's great. And a lot of, and a lot of her guests are, I guess, tw- 10 years ago would have been considered alternative guests. Yeah. Like yes. Drag yeah. queens and gay comedians, etc., 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 rather than just the same people recycled through everything else. Oh, you mean middle-aged yeah. white men? And some young white women. 
Very young. <laughs> Never get any let's, older ones. Let's, let's okay. go, Nick. Did you like it? I I listened. I heard Lacey like straight up, and it sounded like the start of a YouTube channel. And I was like, oh shit. And then I listened to it more and more, and I was like, damn, this is really good. And on mm. it, it's meticulous. It's really well researched as well. Yeah. Um, I listened to uh, my favorite episode that I listened to was one with Trixie Mattel, because um, I listened to it with my girlfriend. So and who she loves drag. As, uh, more Who than doesn't I do. now? Um, it's amazing. So, f- uh, for me, I am on board with this. I, mm. I, I think Lacey, for me, uh, I gave it a little bit, and then the more I kind of, the more rope I gave her, I was like, you know what? I'm actually really happy with how you, this is like sort she, of playing out. She wa- you warmed to her. Yeah. I yeah. find like it's it's she's got a lot of really good stuff to say. Yeah, and it. And I think it's the way that it's delivered as well. I think Zanny made an important point about like the, or sorry, both of you made the important point, like the end of the world podcasts, like they need a bit of humor behind them. And I feel like with scams, it kind of does as well because they can get pretty dry. Mm. So the Hush Puppy, which is the Trixie Mattel episode, the the way that they go into it and how he's found out like through them backtracing through his emails and stuff like that was super fascinating to listen to. And Lacey, I think as a host, does a really good job of, grabbing in her guests getting a bit of their history and then sort of like having them involved and then having them comment on each sort of individual moment that happens within that particular scam um i think it's a great i think it's a great show i really really enjoyed it i honestly didn't think i would um Mm. after but i I gave it more than five (laughs) minutes and that was the best thing to do i will say for me this this podcast is great but it is it does take energy to listen to. It does. This isn't something that you can just kind of like put on and like relax binge to. They yeah. do tangent a lot mm. as well. So if you are not a fan of like tangents and the chattiness, you know, then you can go to that other scam podcast. What was the one that you Swindled. Did? Was Swindled the one with the really dry voice? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then if you want more of an Unsolved Mysteries vibe with the very, very dry, you know, <laughs> that's the one you go to. But if you want like personality and chats, this is the one you go to. Yeah, and I think Lacey's personality lends itself perfectly to this because yeah. also it's not like really well-known scams either. That's the one thing because yeah. I didn't know anything about this hush puppy shit. No. And then afterwards I was like, okay, this is like, this is super, super interesting. And then they have like, again, really one little thing I like when in they put in the show notes, they put the research notes in there, mm. which I find super important because you can get obviously a little bit more info that yeah. you don't get from yeah. the episode because yeah. you know, of the tangent they've gone on. I so, really liked yeah. the episode that I recommended in our little mini-sode with the Tinder swindler. Because it was like a Ponzi scheme of dating where he's using oh, the cash right, from one right, day yes, yeah. to pay for the next dates. And it was just ridiculous. I love it. All right. Well, that's Scam Goddess. Uh, let's go to Truth vs. Hollywood. Truth vs. Hollywood. It is exactly what it sounds like. It's a podcast where they go through famous Hollywood movies and kind of do a bit of a commentary on them, a bit of a film study on them, and also kind of compare them to what events actually took place. What do you think? I dug it a lot. Um, the Social Network episodes uh, were really, really good. I'm a big fan of jo- Joanna Robinson. She did uh, this podcast. I think it's like Storm or something she, where she did in-depth coverage of Game of Thrones. They, they did books. Oh, nice. And they did the show. Um, and she just has a phenomenal um, film knowledge because I think she's a writer for Variety. Oh, I know nothing about her other than this podcast. Oh, right. Okay, sorry. You're well, I'm, telling I'm, the story because I, I know nothing either. Okay, cool. So I just I'm really just a big fan of hers. She's just really, really good on the shows outside of this. So she's really good here. My only issue is I think I'm not a big fan of Dave Chen because sometimes he, I feel like sometimes he just doesn't like anything because it 
it looks cool. Um, but I do like, for me, the approach is super interesting because they obviously are not looking at it from just a pure film angle. They're obviously finding and looking at the different truths. And I think the social network's a really good one because mm. of where Facebook is at now. Um, and I think the discussion that those two had as well for both of these episodes was super interesting. The one thing that I... I'm the same as you, Liz. I really wish that they kind of posted what was to come so I could better prepare myself Yeah, rather I'd than watching to, it after the fact. I'd love to do a, a watch and then listen to them deconstruct it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, for me, I'm, I'm in on this because the movie – like, the selection of movies they've got is just bananas. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Argo is the next one on my list to listen to. <gasps> I love Argo yeah, so much as a movie. I would really like to know more of the backstory. Yeah. Zane. I liked it. It's good. I'm surprised no one's done this before. I know. Yeah, it such, seems like such a no-brain idea for a podcast. Well, it made me kind of think, has someone done this before? So I did mean to go and research if yeah. it had been done and just been not super successful. Yeah, because um, but movies and history, like that's yeah. what I'm in for. To be fair, I haven't been, I'm not a huge fan of all the movies that they've done. So getting through some of them were... Was there one... Was, was there one uh, film that they've done that stood out to you in terms of it Argo. It? Yeah. Okay. Cool. The movie was fine. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna get into that <laughs> debate the movie, here. Man. We're not gonna. Um, loved it. But but I'm like, still pissed that Ben Affleck wasn't nominated yes. for best director because did yes. that movie direct itself? Yes. Thank you. Nominated for everything else. Continue. I mean, enough, Zane. No. <laughs> no. I, no. I mean, <laughs> you can say that for any number of other directors as well that have been snubbed. Oh, in Greta Gerwig. I'm yes. Yes. furious. Furious. Um. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, this is a great idea. I'm keen to see where they're going. I, I don't, I didn't feel like I needed to have watched the movie in preparation. I don't think it's needed. Um, I just yeah. wanted to. Yeah, I think it'd be just cool. Yeah, just because I was trying I feel to like remember certain scenes that they were yeah. referring to from films that I haven't seen for a really long time. Yeah. Mm. Um, good. Their Goodfellas was was very interesting and fun. I've never seen yeah. Goodfellas. So what? I, I know. <gasps> You're a film reviewer. My brother yeah. is obsessed with it and I've never seen it. Really? I just well, went through a thing where I didn't... I haven't seen any of the Godfather movies either. I just haven't seen I'm any gangster movies. I'm sorry, Liz, movies. but I think you're cancelled. You oh, can't shit. cancel me. The left Can don't cancel, don't you know? Uh, the left no. are only cancel. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's the we only power we have. all we do. That's all we do. Okay. Um, look... There are a lot of classic films that I have not seen that I have tried to remedy over the last few years. I only just saw Blade Runner like last year or the year before. Oh, Casablanca I've seen a million times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first Blade Runner? Yeah. I haven't seen the other one yet. You can't get angry at someone for not having seen that one. He's blanking me. No, I'm just I'm scratching working, my head. I'm working through these. <laughs> look, there's a number of classics that I just skipped because I was too young for them at the time and I never went back Fair. to watch them. You Fair. know what, Liz? You I'm should watch there. them and do a podcast about it. About all of the classics that I've watched as an adult yeah, and watching, what I thought about watching them. Watching the classics There as are adult. some that are very overrated. Yeah, there are. Like, very, I was just like... Give me one. What, dazed and confused. Everybody yes. loves that. It's boring as shit. It was, it was, <laughs> that was overrated, what, like... When it came out, I did, and look, Blade Runner for me was I didn't love it, and I watched. I've seen both the director's cut and the not director's cool. cut just to double check. Blade um, Runner was contextual at the time. I've I heard that the new Blade Runner is actually really great. Yes, but I just was just like, fucking dogs in the rain. What the what the bullshit is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, speech okay. that, sorry, that guy gives at the end. What the shit? Enough movies. Let's get down to what we all came here for. Long haul trucking, Nick. 
Sorry. So my my recommendation last week was Over the Road, a podcast about the mythologies and the histories of American trucking. What did you guys I think? I feel like you're putting on that voice specifically to target me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, l- I really liked it. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, when I went to America, I went to a baseball game under duress. Um, oh, my God. I love baseball. I love that. Baseball I mean, under duress. I really liked it. Not because of the baseball. Like, what? I, it's the just, vibe is great it's just hitting at a baseball ball. games. Yeah. But around us, there were, like, six different weird accents. I'm like, yes, you tell that story about your sister's <laughs> boyfriend and how he's a terrible person. <laughs> and I'm going to remember every word of I don't remember like any of that. people watching. Um but yeah, like th- this is really like the voices on this, and yeah, he has a great voice, um, and it is very interesting s- watching him code switch. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's, like this is the thing. I think this podcast because it 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 succeeds because it focuses on the people and the impact of the of this life rather than like the logistics and yeah. the the economic impact and like the history no one wants of to hear that shit. Well there are people that want to hear that no. shit and it's probably my <laughs> and it's dad. Nick, and it's Nick Blaker. <laughs> um, I you said it. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is this is a really really interesting look into this subculture. Mm. And that's really what it is and it's probably one of the last subcultures in in America because it's so dis- still so disconnected from everything else. Yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> I know, right? Like He's this so good. guy, my notes say, can Long Haul Paul please do a sleep podcast? <laughs> yeah. Because that guy's voice is so friggin' hypnotic. And he reminds me of like an actor or someone, like I had to Google to make sure I hadn't heard him before because his voice when he's in storyteller mode mm. reminds me of something that I can't put my finger on. Like I didn't think I'd be into this at all. Um, but I think for me, it's Paul's narration and storytelling. It's like this, it's like trucker folklore and it, and yeah. he's just like so, oh, he could say anything and I'd listen to him. And like I never thought I'd give a shit about the trucking world and all the implications of like electronic driver logs yeah. and what happens when, you Uber. know, they're trying to do a good thing by saying you can only do this many hours and someone gets fucking stranded because they're militant about it. Like... I never thought I'd give a shit about that, but here we are. And now I do give a big shit about it. <laughs> did you guys listen to it while you were driving? Yes, I did. Yeah, it's really good listening to on long... Uh, well, it felt really comforting yeah. on a long distance drive. Yeah. I just, I don't know what it was about it. And I felt like, I was like, man, I wish I had a CB radio to chat to someone right I know. Now. <laughs> They're also really funny. My girlfriend's dad has one in his in his four-wheel drive and you just tune into the trucker frequencies and all it is is just expletives pretty much. I just, yeah. they sounds. just are so, and I love hearing when people are super passionate about what they do and, mm. and it, I don't, there's, I mean, I'm going to put it all down to Paul because normally I wouldn't give a shit about these things, but his voice casts some kind of spell on me. Yeah, it's really Look, special. there's also the curation of the stories. Like I think yeah. that that's also a big part of this um, and, and that tying in with, yeah, the, the, the whole question of like what is uh, going to happen in the next 10 years yeah Um, because that's yeah I think it's it's, it's a fun listen I want him to do more like stories of middle America kind of podcast like I want him to do a series on all these little subcultures and stuff like that okay well so Paul if you if you're listening 
you're a great podcast host and you should figure out different little topics that you can cover in the same storytelling mode. I'm in. I'm about Have you it. seen a photo of Longhorn Ball? Yeah, I did. Oh. I Googled him the second that, because I, and then I listened to some of his music. Yes. So I was like, I didn't do any of this. I was just like, this is a well, podcast. It I'm, was mostly because I was sure that he sounded like something. And I was like, maybe I've seen him before. He sounds like a Pixar character is what he sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I would say that for I sure. Can't, there's there's someone very, or a character very, there's something specific that he reminds me of. And when I put my finger on it, I'm going to be like, oh, of course. All right. Well, so in two years' time, <laughs> when I figure that shit out. <laughs> All right. Well, that has been us for today. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And if if you feel kind enough to go to Apple Podcasts, give us a rating and a review, take a screenshot of said review and send it to us on any of those social medias, you'll go in the draw to win 50 Australian dollars in the form of a gift voucher to your merchant of choice. As long as it's legal. As long as it's legal. Uh, But it takes like 20 seconds, if that. Like, it's really quick. It's really quick and it's pretty much free money. And it makes me like you a lot. Yeah, and it helps... And it helps us help you because then you can write in and get your podcast heard by more people. It's true. Just I go mean, to our website, that's not canon.com forward slash castology. Fill out the form. We'll listen to it. We mm-hmm. may even review it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but wow. until then, I've been Zane C. Weber here with Liz Best and Nick Bleaker. Keep listening to podcasts, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.